The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. One Sabbath, Jesus and his disciples were going through the grain fields. And as they made their way, his disciples began to pluck heads of grain. The Pharisees said to him, Look, why are you doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And Jesus said to them, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry and in need of food? He entered the house of God, when Abiathar was high priest, and ate the bread of the presence, which it is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and he gave some to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, The Sabbath was made for people, and not people for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord, even of the Sabbath. The Gospel of the Lord. Today's first reading from 1 Samuel chapter 16 is a vocation story. It's the story of how God chose King David. King Saul had proved unworthy as king because he would not obey the Lord, would not trust in God. And now it was time to replace him, and the Lord said to the prophet Samuel, I will send you to Jesse of Bethlehem, for I have provided for myself a king among his sons. Samuel obeys and goes to Bethlehem and to the house of Jesse, and Jesse parades his sons before the prophet. But notice what Samuel does. He judges based on appearances. So the very first son was tall, handsome, and Samuel said, that must be the new king. But God rejected him. The Lord said to Samuel, do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him, for the Lord does not see as mortals see. They look on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. We have a mission from our baptism. God specifically chose us for his purposes. In fact, the church teaches that we share in Christ's ministry of priest, prophet, and king. And that is an awesome privilege. So we are priests in the sense that we can offer our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to the Lord as our spiritual act of worship. And not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of our hearts. When we come to Mass, which is what you're doing this evening, we're offering our lives as a sacrifice, united to Christ's sacrifice to the Father. But in our ordinary day-to-day -day life, we're also offering our lives as a sacrifice to the extent that we love sacrificially and forgive and carry out God's will. We are prophets in the sense that we're called to have God's word on our lips, in our hearts, both scripture and tradition, so that we can proclaim and give an answer for the hope that we have within us and live out what we know to be true. So pondering on these mysteries, like Mary did, that makes us prophets. And then we have that kingly authority, first of all, over our own soul, which is where both Saul and David fell. David, through his sensual appetites, looked upon Bathsheba, had relations with her even though he was married, so he commits adultery, then kills her husband, murders him to cover over the crime, all because he didn't rule over his passions. And same with Saul. 
So that's what we're called to do. Rule first over our own soul. But here's what David had that was very important. When he sinned, it was brought to his attention by the prophet Nathan. David repented. That's something Saul did not do. And God accepted David because God knew he could work with a person who is humble and repents. So we have our moments of failure. Let us be humble and come before the Lord. And God will work with us and build us up. And we will fulfill the mission that we have. And we have an important mission. In Vatican II, the document, the decree on the laity, sets it out very clearly. And I'll just read you a very short paragraph of that document. The Christian vocation, by its very nature, is vocation to the apostolate. No part of the structure of a living body is merely passive, but has a share in the functions as well as life of the body. So too in the body of Christ, which is the church. In the church there is a diversity of ministry, but a oneness of mission. Christ conferred on the apostles and their successors the duty of teaching, sanctifying, and ruling in his name and power. But the laity likewise share in the priestly, prophetic, and royal office of Christ, and therefore have their own share in the mission of the whole people of God in the church and in the world. They exercise the apostolate, in fact, by their activity directed to the evangelization and sanctification of people and to the penetrating and perfecting of the temporal order through the spirit of the gospel. In this way, their temporal activity openly bears witness to Christ and promotes the salvation of men. What a wonderful set of truths that we have. Notice what St. Paul said in 1 Corinthians. Consider your own calling, brothers. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise and the weak things of the world to shame the strong so that no one would boast before him. So even if we are in our own eyes not powerful, not extremely wise, yet God chose us. And now we're called to put our faith in God and through the Holy Spirit who will empower us for mission. Finally, I just want to quote from today's responsorial psalm which really applies to us. This is God speaking. I have found my servant David. With my holy oil I have anointed him. My hand shall always remain with him. My arm shall also strengthen him. He shall cry to me, You are my father, my rock, my God, my salvation. That should be our attitude. We have been anointed with holy oil at our baptism with chrism, with the oil of catechumens. The Holy Spirit has come upon us. God will strengthen us. We are to say, you are my Father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. And with that confidence, carry on our ministry of priest, prophet, and king.